My mom was, she was sort of an interesting person. My mother was a, a nanny. She didn't drink, smoke. She didn't speed when she drove. I mean, as far as anyone could tell, she was basically a model citizen, except that she had a really bad gambling addiction. She would essentially hang out and play video poker for 24 hours at a time. She would spend all of her money on video poker, all of it. We wouldn't have toilet paper. She'd come home from the donut shop that had the video poker machine. I mean, basically what we would have to eat is the donuts that they were planning on throwing out, old stale donuts. She'd come home with a garbage bag full of them. She was not hesitant in the least bit when it came to physically disciplining all of her children. My mom's boyfriend, Dan, he was a, you know, like a martial arts expert. They lined us up and they beat the living hell out of us. My friends in junior high, we would all wake up Sunday mornings and go to Catholic Mass, and our parents would not be there. I mean, it was like, it wasn't because we loved church, it was just because we all loved Father Dennis. Father Dennis was just a really good guy in every sense. He was always just really encouraging to the guys, and everybody looked up to him. There was more than one, so I was able to go in and talk to him. His office was always open to me. I just decided to run away because I just was so unhappy with my home life that it didn't really take much to convince me to run away. So I, I went to a dance that night, and I just never came back home. I didn't call my parents or anything. I went to my good friend's house, and, and he saw me, and, and he kind of lost it, asking if I'd seen the news lately that my mom was on it. And I didn't know what he was talking about. I had no idea. So I sat down in front of the TV for a long time at my friend's house, waiting for the news article to come back up. I probably sat there for four hours. And when it finally did, they showed my mom that they, they'd arrested her. And the reporters were surrounding her. And uh, my mom was being charged with killing a two-year-old. My mom's video poker addiction had such a, a tight grip on her that she went and played video poker for six hours while she was watching that two-year-old. She left the baby in the car the entire time during the Louisiana summer, and she got the maximum sentence for manslaughter out of that. She, she got 40 years in prison. I didn't have a reaction at first. It, I was stunned, confused. I didn't know what my life was gonna look like now. I was living with my mom's boyfriend at the time, and I was kind of scared to go home because I didn't know what would happen. Father Dennis, I talked to him, and he knew that I was in kind of an abusive situation at home, so he was also nervous for me. And we got into Father Dennis's car, and he drove us to my mom's boyfriend, Dan's house. When we got out, I, I was pretty scared. Father Dennis could see that, and uh, he could just kind of put a comforting hand on my shoulder and, and said that, you know, it was going to be all right. And when we sat down to talk to Dan, my mom's boyfriend, Dan said the most unbelievable thing in front of everybody. He, he said that if I hadn't run away, my mom wouldn't have felt the need to go and play video poker. And that it was actually my fault that she'd killed a two-year-old. People use the term deer in headlights. It's kind of a loose term, but I really felt like I, I'd just gotten hit with the train. I just, I thought what he was saying was true. And I, I thought it made perfect sense, cause and effect. I was the reason that child lost its life, and I was responsible for it. I just said, okay. Okay. Father Dennis, he was able to get me get me out of there. But when we were walking out of Dan's house, Father Dennis completely cut into that line of 
uh, self-destructive thought that I was having and just said, you are never going back into that bastard's house. He called him an SOB and he used the F word. And I was, I at that point was, I thought that was a bigger deal than being blamed for a two-year-old's death because I'd never heard him talk that way. And I had never seen Pastor Dennis angry. And I, I just assumed that was a giant sin that he was committing. When we left that night, he made it clear that it was not my fault and I was not to blame. It helped me not personalize it quite so much. I, w I lived with my friends for a while and, uh, and I went to a, a Waldo Burton group home. Father Dennis looked out for me that entire time and I, I felt like I was better taken care of some, than some of the other kids that actually had parents. He would have his secretary go and, and buy me clothes and he would bring me bagels. One of my best memories in my entire life growing up was when there was about a two-week youth group trip, and Father Dennis took me on that trip. Went rafting, went camping that night. I still never forgot that and, and how he did what he could to help me. You know, I've never really had things like that happen in my life. I've never had people stand up to, to come and make life easier for me. So if it weren't for Father Dennis, I would have gone home that night. My life would be completely different. I, I would no doubt still think I'm to blame even today. Yeah, my wife and I were, have been married for seven years. We've been therapeutic foster parents for a little bit over five months for now. It's, it's going really well. My foster son, Alden, if things didn't get better for him living in our family, they were gonna put him in an institute because he had been so violent. Over the past five months, I mean, nobody can believe the changes that he's, has happened with him. I would say in the same way that Father Dennis, seeing that impact he had on me has really helped me to want to do the same thing in Alden's life and be that person that Alden can come to and talk to. And I just rack my brain to explain life's meanings and give him the absolute best answer I possibly can, but I know it'll never quite be as good as the one that Father Dennis gave me. Justin, thank you so very much for sharing your story with Snap. One love from all of us. That piece was produced by Stephanie Fu. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.